Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. So, so I want this how Terrell feels, right? (laughs) (laughs) He'll say something something controversial. He he wants to come in here. He wants to do his job. Be remembered, raise his family, and no controversy, right? Not in the least. I'm going to I'm going to ask you before we get into this, the, the playoffs. I want to ask you about a, a a basketball name, and there's a reason I'm asking you this. We lost one of the all time greats on this day, and so I want you to tell me what you think of when you think of this player. If you remember, well, you probably don't remember the player, but then coach Jerry Sloan. We lost Jerry Sloan Ooh. on this day. Yeah, you can expect that curveball, did you? Ah, that was a Lord Ooh. Charles right there. Yeah. Uncle Charlie. <laughs> but the dude is an all-time great and went to the finals a couple times. Unfortunately, he just coached during the time of Jordan. Yeah, I, I do think of him when you mentioned I, I say woo because ironically during the 90s I had an aunt, or I, I have an aunt, uh, who, was a, who was a huge Carl Malone fan, huge Carl Malone fan. So we, whenever the Jazz were on TV and things of that nature, we were glued watching them. And I just, I remember the battles in which Jerry Sloan versus Phil Jackson. And I remember him as being a hard, a hard nosed coach, in my opinion. Gentlemen, and knew the X's and O's, and definitely coached two of the greatest to play the game in Stockton and Malone. So great, great, phenomenal coach is from what I remember. I don't remember much of a player, but I do remember him as a coach. Tenacious player. He he coached the way he played. Tenacious player. He and he and Norm Van Leer. I was just gonna say, arguably yeah. the toughest, toughest backcourt in basketball history. Them two dudes. They were tough. And if y'all don't ever see Norm Van Leer, go watch Barbershop. Yes, <laughs> he is. He's a, he's in Barbershop. <laughs> You ain't seen that in a minute. Anyway, how you doing so far this weekend, Terrell? How's the family? I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. Everything is well. It's always great to speak to you gentlemen on Sunday. School is almost over. Kids going on to, you know, their next grades. Everything is well this week, gentlemen. Do great the, basketball we've been getting. Everything is great. Do the kids sit and watch basketball with you, or are you one of those where this is, this is daddy's work and so y'all can come and sit with me, or do you sit with them and explain the game? Oh, no. They, they, uh, my children are very vast in the game. They sit and watch. Uh, they'll sit when when I was on Zoom and, you know, speaking with players and things on Zoom. They're very vast in the game, very knowledgeable. And it's, it's funny when when I'm out and about in the streets and things, adults kind of laugh when they overhear our conversation. I'm like, my son's only five. And, I mean, he just – he knows the teams, the coaches, the players, the mascots, what stadiums they play in. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing sometimes, quite honestly. It's amazing sometimes. We're spending time on the waitforit.com hotline this morning with Terrell Thomas. He is social. You can find him on Twitter at Eldorado2452 or Eldorado2452. Thoughts about this playoffs, thoughts about what we saw last night. Uh, You had no idea that Miami would be able to hang on and get that win without Butler. They showed what they could do without him in a game I think they really, really needed to win. 
Sam, you hit it right on the head. I was I was very impressed with the Miami Heat yesterday. When Jimmy Butler exited the game in the second half, I kind of almost conceded that the, the Celtics would find a way to come back and they would be able to, you know, take a 2-1 series lead at home. Then we see Jason Tatum go down, although he came back in the game. The gruesome injury in which Marcus Smart suffered and was able to come back in the game as far as twisting his ankle and having someone fall on his ankle. But wait, I, I know – Throughout this playoffs, we spoke on the Miami Heat and just the culture in which Pat Riley has formed there over the past few decades. And it just showed yesterday. It truly did show yesterday that without their star player, uh, they were able to find hope in other players, Bam out of Bayou, P.J. Tucker. And they were, as you as you mentioned, they were able to pull out a big win that could uh, ironically be a, a series-changing or series-defining win. We mentioned Kyle Lowry. The difference about having him on the court I mean, we've seen them sidelined since the Atlanta series, the importance of him and what that could mean for Miami. Just his leadership. Uh, I think yesterday during the postgame interview, uh, Bam, Bam Adebayo, he spoke on just that Kyle Lowry, his leadership, uh, the, 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 that veteran experience and what, what, which we've seen him. And I always throw out there just that Philly grit the gentleman has. He, he's out there on one hamstring. He's pretty much just playing uh, almost above the neck, you know, pretty much head head and shoulders type of a game as far as facilitating and knowing where to be. And we saw that in the, in the final minutes of the game when the game still was kind of in reach for Boston, a lazy pass by Grant Williams to Marcus Smart. Kyle Lowry hobbles somehow and picks up a big steal that pretty much sealed the game at the end. So just his, his leadership being as though he's, he's seen it. He's been in several, several playoff battles. Took him a while to get over the hump, but again, he did as a champion. So now, you know, he's battle-tested and he knows how to lead these gentlemen and get them the advice they'll need to, to maybe advance to the NBA Finals. That is Terrell Thomas joining us for these Urban Times. Joining Sam and Greg here, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Before I ask you a question, who's your kid's favorite player? Your five-year-olds who watches the game with you. Well, his favorite player is Trey Young. I mean, and uh, he sees so much of Trey Young. He, he okay. loves Trey Young, um, but he also he loves Luca. He he love he loves Luca, and I think it's ironically he has a the game on his tablet had Luca on it, and then on the NBA 2K right now Luca's on the cover, so he sees a lot of Luca as well. But Trey is by far his favorite player. But then mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he gives Luca some love as well. Okay. Well, we're going to get to Luca in just a second here because. You, what we have been dancing around, it just illuminated in my mind. What we're talking about here from these two conference finals are is culture. And this is what I believe. And you tell me if you subscribe to this theory. What you saw and what you described as far as when Jimmy Butler went down and the influence of not only Spolster but Pat Riley is a culture that they have in Miami. And so when their number one player, and by the way, the only superstar in that lineup. You can say what you will about Bam, but you know that superstar. When he went down, the rest of that team rallied, and that intestinal fortitude that gets tested by a Pat Riley-led team, which goes back to the Lakers, showed up. Dallas doesn't have that, and my theory is that when Luca goes down, you know Jason Kidd ain't been there long enough, and Mark Cuban hasn't got that president who has that cachet like Riley, so they don't have that culture yet. They may get it in a few years. They're going to surround Luca eventually moving forward with some players. But would you agree that it's the culture that has been prevailing in these two series as opposed to uh, what Dallas is trying to do, struggling to get any kind of win against Golden State? Oh, I, I I definitely subscribe to that, and I would I would agree with you a million percent. Uh, as we do mention, I mean, you just hit it right on the head. You look at the Warriors who are leading that series right now. You look at the Heat who are leading their series, and if you even just look at in a whole, 
throughout the entire season for those two franchises culture as you mentioned whether it's superstars were in the lineup or not it, it starts from the top whether it's ownership the coaching staffs uh the executives in the office and i i, I do believe with both of those franchises uh it, it's showing <laughs> it, it's showing so so well right now dallas is a popular team as you mentioned mark cuban is known we definitely know about you know his his genius and billionaire status and everything but again they do not have that culture as of yet I think they are trying to build. We see Dirk out a whole lot more. We we see that Dallas is trying to build something, so I do want to give them credit for that. But no 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 on, on no way in heck right now do they compare to what we've seen uh, from over time with the two franchises. As we mentioned, decades with Pat Riley, and we're coming up on a decade now with the Warriors as far as how they've been running things. And, and once they revamped their culture, the Warriors weren't always here. They were once like Dallas, so it can be done, and it can be done quickly. But yes, I do believe culture is is the reason why the two teams are where they are, and it may be the reason why we see the two teams meet in the NBA Finals in a couple of weeks. Seems like we're headed for that. Talking with Terrell Thomas on the WaitForIt.com hotline, uh, talking NBA and talking about this team, Dallas and Golden State. They're going to play tonight. And Golden State up two zero in this one. Uh, to me, to Dallas to fall the way that they did on Friday night has to be kind of demoralizing to a team uh, to go out there and have that kind of lead and play that well in that building and still have it slip away. What they got to do to kind of sweep that up because tonight is really a must win for them. Yes, Sam, you hit it right on the head. It it, it was very demoralizing. Just watching that game, especially in the first half, it seemed like Dallas was just having their way with the Golden State Warriors. They were making every three-pointer it seemed to be. It seemed like Jason Jason Kidd was putting the great the right matchups on Stephen Curry at, at that time. Draymond Green seemed to be all over the place, you know, got in foul trouble and things of that nature. So it did seem like if it was a game to win, that was the game. And when you have a, such a big lead and you just slowly watch that dwindle and, and you do lose like that, Again, as we just was mentioning, culture, some things is very hard to rebound, and the Mavericks don't have that experience to where it's like, okay, we can bounce back from this. We've been hearing a whole lot about Luka having to have 40 or 50-point 50, 50 excuse me, performances to possibly get a win. At this point, I think that may be the only way we see uh, the, the Dallas Mavericks get a win. The things will change being back in Dallas tonight. I'm quite sure that the fans will have that building rocking. I'm quite sure the Mavs will be a little bit more comfortable, and maybe those rims will seem a, a lot bigger once again. Uh, but I, I just think that <laughs> I honestly think this will be a gentleman's sweep. I don't really see this when we look at matchups and outside of coaching, I think Jason Kidd is a phenomenal coach. And although he doesn't have the credentials as a coach that Steve Kerr does have, I think he has that IQ. When you get away from that, if you take away Luca and Steph, I just think the Warriors have such an advantage as far as their rosters, experience and matchups. I just think the it's going to be really tough for the Mavericks. They're going to have to have another performance like in that first half where they were just hitting everything from behind the three-point line and maybe hope that the Warriors aren't hitting their shots. You know, there were a lot of people, and I was one of them, who were just kind of perplexed when Brad Stevens left the sidelines of the Celtics and went upstairs. <laughs> and now you look at and you're not talking. I'm not taking anything away from the coaching job that's done with this team, but his, he's Danny Ainge now. He's put his fingerprint on that team. He's given the coaching staff the players needed. And, of course, Marcus Smart being one of the OGs on that team, being there all these years and just setting the tone. Again, not to belabor this word, but culture. My question is, who's sitting out there right now? I'm not talking about a coaching vacancy, but who is that executive? Who's that person who's not getting the coaching 
job, but yet would work better up in the executive offices. One of the names I keep thinking of, I wonder if, because he rubs him the wrong way on the sidelines, but maybe if he was running the team and giving the personnel to people, Mark Jackson, he's one of them. He's a Ooh. name. I'm Ooh. wondering if, is who do you say is out there that you think, man, if Dallas grabbed him to put in that Pat Riley role, this could be something special. I think it's funny you throw Mark Jackson out there. Uh, I, I've been advocating for Mark to get back in, in the coaching realm or in, in the front office somewhere, somehow, uh, for the past few years. And that, that that would be a name I agree with from from from, from a distance. I, I like the Sam Cassells and some of the players that we see in the league right now, um, who I think have a you know have a great chance of maybe coaching or being an executive. I think Kenny Smith, quite honestly, uh, outside of Mark Jackson, I think Kenny Smith would do a phenomenal job, possibly as a GM. Uh, Coaching the I can see as well, but maybe as a GM and building a team. So I would I would have to say one of those two gentlemen, Mark Jackson or Kenny Smith. I might lean towards Mark Jackson. I think he's just a phenomenal basketball mind, so same as Kenny Smith. Um, but I think I think Mark Jackson is a phenomenal basketball mind, and it's long overdue to see him back in some type of a high brass NBA type of setting again, whether as an executive or coaching. So I would have to say one of those gentlemen, Kenny Smith or Mark Jackson. You rather see him that doing that than going, Mama, there go that man. <laughs> I would. I would. I, I, really? I love Come on, man. I just think he has so much to give to the game. I mean, we saw what, what he was building in Golden State Wait, early, really? early yeah. on. Yeah. I, I, th- I think that he, I don't, you know, he, I, just me personally, this is my personal opinion. I don't think he gets the credit that he deserves for, like, the, those those three, the three gentlemen, Clay, Draymond, and Steph were drafted. You know, we don't mm-hmm. even really see that these days in sports, period. You know, there's a lot of free agents that come X, Y, and Z. And I just don't think Mark Jackson gets the credit he deserves. I think he can teach a lot of the younger players so much on and off the court. So, yeah, I would love to see him uh, transition back guard. into coaching or something. Point guard. Yeah. <laughs> he, he knows how to, to run the show, and he played with one of the best to do it in Reggie Miller. So, so he, he has so many things and so many pieces I believe he could add to a franchise that I do hope he gets that opportunity again soon. Talk about somebody who has been a coach and has coached here in Atlanta that is on the games and each time the game comes on, as some people say, it's television goal, and some people say, why don't they make him go home? Hubie Brown. Where are you on Hubie? Yeah. I, really, really. I, 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 I love me some Hubie. I, I, I enjoy Hubie, but yeah. are you going on social media when it's on, and it's always some people say, man, can you keep him at home, or, or, or some people who, who love it. I think he's television goal. I do as well. I, I love Hubie. He's, one of those, he's, he's another gentleman. He's seen the game. For so, he knows the game. And I just think, I think uh, for all of us basketball fans and lovers, it's a, a level of respect that you have for someone who has seen the game at such a high level, who has coached the game at such a high level. And he's also hypercritical. I love that. I, I love when, we, when you have the announcers that aren't just praising the players out there. If somebody makes a bonehead play, hey, call that guy out on that bonehead play because we'll celebrate him on that slam dunk. So I'm the same as you, Sam. I, I, I enjoy watching you. Yeah, I, I get I, I get I get a big kick out of him, especially when he's giving it to a player who's not doing what they're supposed to be doing out there. And he puts himself as a coach. I think a lot of people just don't like because he got that New York accent thing, you know. So you think? Yeah, man, I loved it. <laughs> I wonder if Terrell. Do you know who Baby um, Hubie is? Do you remember who? What coach was given that name, Baby Huey? Uh, Baby Huey. No. Baby no. Herbie. Hubie. 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 Oh, that's no. it. No. Pertello. Mike Fratello was given that because he coached under him. He had the curly hair like him. And I remember that when he was when he was coaching here, (laughs) then people called him Baby Herbie. But there there, there were some of the players who (laughs) who who wished that he wouldn't be there. They want him to be himself and not try to be when he took over the team. That's what some guy says. He'll do well as long as he's himself. Yeah.
Yep. Hey, listen, Terrell, enjoy the rest of your uh, weekend. Enjoy watching the games with your kids. And thank you as always. And we'll be talking to you soon, buddy. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 